Hey folks, this is um, Miss Slaughter once again, welcome to the slaughterhouse, I'm gonna press a button, see what happens, maybe something, who knows? Goes crazy all the time, but I love it. Um, so guys, um, turn that music down a little bit, I know it's been a while since we heard from me, um, doing the great uh, sleep exhaustion from having a newborn, oh my gosh, it's so great. But, man, do you not sleep. I, I don't remember. I feel like I'm happy if I make it to 5.30. You know, real happy. So, yeah, it's been great. Um, Just want to reach out today because I've, I've been doing a lot of searching and trying to understand history right now. Trying to understand the history we're making. And I'm going to touch on some probably touchy subjects some touchy issues but uh, i feel like it's something i need to talk about and it's something that you know we need to address as um the future of the world and as you know just in general great great things that need to happen to make this world a better place um i want to look at oklahoma laws today i'm also going to look at texas laws i'm going to look at florida laws and we're going to address them um your political beliefs are important but I also want you to understand that when you listen to this podcast, I really want you to put them aside and realize that when we talk about what's going on today, we're talking about human beings. We're talking about people who have feelings, have emotions, who have blood pumping through their veins, just like everyone else. And that that's a big deal that we need to realize when we take into account this, you know, podcast, okay? So first off, I want to start out here in Oklahoma. Um, there's this famous bill called House Bill 1775, which um, literally nobody knows about it unless you're a history teacher. Um, that's because it prevents the teaching of a superior race or a superior gender in history within a history classroom. Which, I don't know if you know this, um, the history of history is how superior races and superior genders conquered, overcame, and how that was battled and equality came to be. And people struggled, and they fought, and they died, and they passionately kept going on, even when everything was against them, to try and establish equality. But we aren't allowed to teach about that in Oklahoma. But there's something that's tagged on to that bill that not a lot of people know about, and it's, it's, a, it's something that's very concerning to me as an Oklahoman, as a parent of, you know, four daughters and one son, I, I drastically look at these issues that have come up from House Bill 1775 and said, are we laying a foundation for something that can be very detrimental to our state and our society? Um, that little part of the bill that nobody realizes is that Oklahoma banned in all higher education universities from requiring a gender equality training. I, I don't know if that hits you as hard as it hits me, but um, we, whenever you wouldn't take freshman orientation, there would be a part on there that would have a training of gender equality, which would teach you about respecting and, you know, being able to understand that there are different genders out there, that we have an LGBT community and we have women, we have men, all who deserve to be equal. But we live in a society where they still aren't, you know, women are even paid less for doing the same job today. Um, we still have a very big rape culture that take part in our society. And when I think about that, why would you 
expand gender equality training. Now they say, hey, you, you can have them volunteer for it, but I, I figure it's something that everybody needs to go through, somebody that you need to experience um, a gender equality training. And I feel that like to come out and say, we don't need this anymore as a requirement is saying that you, you really don't support the genders here in the state of Oklahoma. I feel that it's very scary, you know, especially for people who identify as LGBT, for people that identify as any gender who have struggled through dealing with discrimination, to dealing with, you know, rape, to dealing with, you know, not feeling like they are equal, to being told by their state that, don't worry, we, we, we don't want this to hinder anybody because gender equality should be on the forefront, but I, I don't understand why they passed this bill. The only reason that keeps coming back to me time and time again is we passed this bill because we don't want equality within our genders. We don't want to recognize the LGBT community. We don't want to recognize that there is a disparity between males and females. That equality doesn't truly exist for everyone. And I remember I, I brought this up with my students and this young girl who literally said, well, and another boy as well who said, we don't need the gender equality training because everybody should know. Everybody should know that you treat women fairly. And I said, but the, the problem is we don't. We still have rape. We still have people that say slang in terms towards females that is not appropriate. We know that there's not equality. And yet you say everybody should know. And then they went even farther to say that, well, the parents should teach them. I'm like, well, obviously the parents are not teaching them about being equal as a gender. And this brings you back to, you know, things like survival of the fittest, getting ahead in the world. Like, we don't work together even as genders now. And that's what worries me a lot. When you look at the bill down in the state of Texas, it says if you identify as transgender, your parents now can be investigated for child abuse. You know, and it's a very vague bill. It doesn't tell you what it means to identify as transgender. It doesn't mean, you know, if you're 14 years old and you feel that you have the ability to be someone else and you have the feelings that you aren't, you know, the gender you are, but you are a different gender. It makes me struggle to understand that. Why are we saying this is child abuse? I don't know if you know the trauma. I worked as a DHS. I was that person who went and knocked on doors and went into homes and investigated child abuse time and time again. And I know when I knocked on doors, I created fear because people were so scared that I might not look at all the facts, that I might not get an understanding of the vibe of the home, that I might, you know, take a kid into custody, you know, and it's our responsibility to, you know, do everything we can to help families. And now to know that people that identify as transgender are going to have DHS at their door, investigating child abuse, um, where's it drawn? You know, I had a lot of kids ask me, like, well, how's anybody going to find out? And I was like, well, it could be a neighbor. It could be some kid at school that doesn't like you, so they turn you in. Like, it's a system that can be abused. But I'm also looking at, like, we're making laws that are limiting people now. Is if you travel to the state of Florida, you know, they just passed the say gay bill, which says that if you identify as a homosexual, it is required by law now that schools 
must contact your parents. Which I want you again, take a deep breath because I know there's a lot of people that struggle with homosexuality, understanding the LGBT community. I know that there's a lot of passion, but I'm asking you to look deep and realize these people are human. They're human and we have no right to judge them. They have the right to be who they want to be, just like you and me. We shouldn't be able to take that from them. And I know lots of kids here in my own school that I teach at that struggle with coming out. Because if they come out as a member of the LGBT community, they will be kicked out of their homes. They will be ostracized. They may even be beaten. They will be ridiculed. They will literally be made fun of. They will be bullied. They will be tortured. And that's an actual reality. That's not an understatement. I'm not just making stuff up. I've dealt with several children that have faced that reality because they came out. I feel like that is a president's, if presidents, if we are now saying, we are going to label you, you are going to be labeled, we are going to know who you are, I feel like we are setting up for something much, much worse. I pose this question in my class. Should our LGBT community be scared? Should they be afraid because there are so many laws coming out now to identify them and label them and make it seem like who they want to be is wrong? It just breaks my heart, you know? Like, here's human beings who already struggle enough, and now their own governments, their own bodies who are protect them who are supposed to you know develop and help them be that creative human being they are is now fighting against them and that tears me to pieces i looked out history all right history's played a big role in you know how we treat people i'm, I'm thinking specifically of a guy um invented the the Enigma machine that saved millions and millions of lives during World War II because it broke the Nazi code. And when he broke the Nazi code and he made it so we could you know, fight, made it so we could understand, make it so we could, you know, made it so we could, you know, truly fight a war against hate. That's what Nazism was. It was a group of people who was literally rounding up one specific group of people and killing and murdering them. The man's name was Alan Turney. Alan Turney developed this machine that cracked the code that saved millions of lives. But after World War II, he was identified as being homosexual, and they literally put him through electroshock therapy, and he ended up, you know, dying because of it. Because at that time in England, it was illegal to be homosexual. But here was this great mind 
developed something that saved so many people that were able to come home, you know, and live their lives to the fullest, we took away his. Because we didn't see him as human. We saw him as disgusting. We saw him as perverted. We saw him as an atrocity. We didn't see him for who he was, which was just a person. A person wanting to be loved, a person wanting to share their lives with other people, a person wanting to be the best they could to help others. And we took all of that because we refused to understand. I think that's why this scares me the most. Is because we are no longer looking at humans. We're looking at people and we're labeling them, we're judging them, we're literally stripping their very souls to who we see them as, not to who they truly are. That is heartbreaking. Our children are scared. Because who knows what laws are going to come next to limit them, to label them, to put them in their place in society so that they cannot grow. It makes me wonder what our future is going to be like. Are we going to be able to make a difference? Are we able, going to be able to stop this very thing that we have fought so hard against for the last 30, 40 years to try and create equality? Are we going to regress? Are we going to make it so LGBT members can't, you know, get fair treatment when applying for jobs or when they apply to universities? Are we going to start, you know, pulling them in the streets and labeling them again and literally seeing just a mass case of discrimination? And then why stop there? Are we going to start creating more laws that segregate us even more, that separate human beings based on the color of their skin, based on their sexual preference, based on their gender? Are we going to do those things? I ask because I'll be honest, we are doing it now. We have laws out there that prevent people from being who they are. We label them and literally we label them in such a way that their lives are torn from them. That breaks my heart. I have kids in this classroom who literally do not even know what storm is coming. You try and prepare them, and literally it is so hard because they literally walk around schools where they are not accepted for who they want to be. Throw out the bias, throw out Christianity, throw out anything that literally sets those labels that says this can't be natural, this can't be normal, and take a minute to breathe and focus on the fact the person that may be standing before you may be a homosexual, may be a part of the LGBT community, may be a woman, may be a man, but in all reality, they are human. They have emotions. They have life. They breathe. They walk. They care. They have passions, desires. They want to be loved. They want to be cared about. They want to be heard, just like anyone else. You take the LGBTQ out of it, you take the gender out of it, you take and strip away all those labels, and all you have is a beating heart with a soul that wants to live.
And hopefully, we as human nature, we as society can provide an atmosphere, we can provide the tools, the resources, so that this person, this human being, this heart, this soul, can live life to the fullest. We can create such a beautiful thing. And I hope that we do. Humanity needs to be saved. The human concept of a heart, a mind, a soul, working in unison to live life to the fullest every single day should be our reality. We should remove those limitations. We should remove those bias. We should remove those labels so that we can just I know reality say I'm scared. You say slaughter, these are just small things, they're things are changing, they won't really affect, they won't happen. Here's the deal. When you walk into a classroom and say people don't need to have gender equality training because they should know how to treat each other, it makes me worried. If you say parents are educating their kids well enough to not be racist, to not be sexist, to not have equality mindsets. It worries me. Because we know darn well that racism still exists, inequality still exists, sexism still exists. We know there is a problem. And we are turning a blind eye to it. But when you have a student walk in and say, hey, just so you know, you haven't met me, you don't know anything about me, but I'm racist had that said to me by my students. I've had people stand up and cheer when people were hit by cars because of a protest. I've had people literally clap when they found out that a transgender flag was booed. There has to be a change. We have to push this podcast. We have to push this ideology that there is change. We have to push this ideology that there's hope. We have to push this ideology that there's love. I've had so many students tell me why try because it's just going to go back to how it was every single time. I have students tell me why vote because it's not important. Politicians just fight with each other. We have to stop here and now and we have to reevaluate and we have to fight. The war has come to us. We have to fight indifference. We have to fight in quality. We have to show up every day living life to the fullest because if we don't, there is no hope. There's only doom. There's only the ideas of hate that will literally prevail because it is so much easier to hate than love. We have. I don't know what more else to say on this except to make you guys aware, to make you see that that is not who we are. We are not genders, we are not races, we are not individuals, because at the beginning it starts, we are human beings. And what's beautiful about us, when we become the genders we are, when we become the races, the cultures, when we become the personalities, that is the uniqueness that is spun into who we are. 
And that is what makes this world such a beautiful place. But sadly, that's all we look at. And we forget that we, deep down inside, have a soul, we have a heart, we have a mind, and we have a purpose. And we must do all we can. Well, guys, I thank you for listening. Um, I know we got, you know, like about 100 followers out there now, and we hope that keeps growing. But uh, all reality, please, please be very good to each other. If you see somebody being beat down, being labeled, being told they aren't good enough, fight for them. Stand up for them. Let them know that they are not alone. Come alongside them. And be there when they need you. But they will do that in turn. I hope you guys have a great and wonderful week. We'll have another episode next week during spring break. Um, I'm just so excited to actually be back on the air. And I really, really thank all of you for listening. Um, remember, if you have any questions, concerns, things you want to, you know, say, things you want us to talk about, remember it's socialslaughter77 at gmail.com. Once again, socialslaughter77 at gmail.com. Um, that's about it, guys. I will see you next week. Slaughter out.